Time now for a legislative update brought to you by the Montana Family Foundation. Here's President of the Montana Family Foundation and former Speaker Pro Tem, Montana House of Representatives, Jeff Laszlothi. Today marks a milestone in the 2023 legislative session. Committees, for the most part, are done meeting after starting early and working well into the night for over a week. With all eyes laser-focused on the transmittal deadline, there's been a mad scramble to get hundreds of bills out of committee and onto the House and Senate floors. For those watching the proceedings on TV, it looks like chaos. Hearings last 30 minutes or less from start to finish. Testimony is truncated. Committee chairmen are limiting questions from committee members, and votes are taken during executive action with little and, in some cases, no discussion at all. Those unfamiliar with the process might find themselves asking, is this really how our laws are made? And the truth is honestly, yes, but it's not as disorganized as it appears. There are 30,000-foot dynamics at play that help legislators sort through the good and bad bills quickly and efficiently. It's not perfect, but it works remarkably well. We begin with the fact that Republicans control both houses by supermajorities. That means that Democrat bills that conflict with core Republican values stand little or no chance of passing. A perfect example would be House Bill 432, a bill brought by a Democrat legislator to allow abortion up to the moment of birth and to legalize partial birth abortion. It was brought to placate the Democrat Party's pro-abortion base, but both sides knew that it stood no chance of passing. The Judiciary Committee chair placed strict time limits on testimony, and the bill was swiftly killed when the committee took executive action. Did the process do a disservice to the bill? Not really. Given the dynamics of the session, the bill was dead on arrival, and time wasted debating it could be better spent on other bills, including Democrat-sponsored bills, that stood a better chance of passing. This type of triage takes place within the lobbyist corps as well. We testified on over 20 bills in the past two weeks, and several times we've had bills scheduled in two different committees at the same time. On Monday, we had four bills at the same time in four different committees. In those situations, we need to place our resources where they will be most effective. If we have a really bad bill in a really good committee, we know that the bill will die without our help and we can skip that hearing. If we have a very good bill in a weak committee, that one moves to the top of the list. With everyone doing triage, the sorting takes place and the good bills move forward, for the most part. Last night, the committees moved the last of the bills to the floor, and today begins two days of marathon floor sessions where hundreds of bills will be debated. When I served in the House, it was one of my least favorite days of the session. It's hard to sit in your seat for 12 hours while debate drones on, and you can only drink so much coffee and eat so many donuts. And this evening, when they have survived the day and the House and Senate have adjourned, legislators have the pleasure of knowing that at 8 a.m. tomorrow, it begins all over again. The good news is that by Friday morning, all of the bills will have been heard. They can convene quickly for some final third reading votes, and then they're free to head home for a much-needed mid-session break. We'll take a one-week break from these broadcasts as well, since there will be nothing to report. But we'll pick it up again on Monday, March 13th, as the second half of the session begins. For the Montana Family Foundation, this is Jeff Lasloffy reminding you that this government is your government, and your input does make a difference. Contact the Montana Family Foundation at 406-628-1141 or on the web at montanafamily.org.